Hey everybody, it's JT. What is on your holiday meal shopping list? Well, I would suggest Painted Hills Natural Beef. It is some of the best beef in the world. And your friends and family will be thanking you for a long time if you serve Painted Hills Natural Beef for your holiday meals. And now you can buy it online just by going to PaintedHillsBeef.com. Use the code BBQNATION at checkout and save yourself 15% on your order. Give Painted Hills Natural Beef a place on your table this holiday season. It's time for Barbecue Nation with JT. So fire up your grill, light the charcoal, and get your smoker cooking. Now, from the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios in Portland, here's JT. Hey everybody, welcome to the nation. That's Barbecue Nation. I'm JT along with my co-host and co-pilot, Ms. Leanne Whippen. And the usual suspects are hanging around the Turn It, Don't Burn It studios here in Portland and also on the USA Radio Networks. Uh, We'd like to thank the folks at Painted Hills Natural Beef, Beef the Way Nature Intended. You can check them out at PaintedHillsNaturalBeef.com. Well, if you're like a lot of us, you like chicken wings, I'm going to have to tell you about a story uh later in the show about some wings i just had <clears throat> they wouldn't make your book i'll tell you that we've got paulus the shira on us here with us today i don't know if you can see that without it fading out yeah her, i see it yeah her new book is wing crush paula welcome to the show thank you for having me you're a first time yes. victim here so, <laughs> yes so um why wings let's just start out there why wings why wings? That's a good question. So when I started my Instagram account, um, I did it for fun. So just random cooks. Um, I started on a Weber charcoal, just cooking everyday meals, a lot of meat. Um, and then one day it just dawned on me. And if a lot of people do women, woman crush Wednesday. So for me, it was like, okay, let me turn this into wings. So Wing Crush Wednesday. So every Wednesday, I decided to post a different recipe of wings. I tried to get creative, stuff them, and, you know, just, just it, it kind of caught on with my audience. And then a lot of people started doing Wing Crush Wednesday. So here we are today. And when the publisher reached out to me, we went through a bunch of different ideas of what type of book to write and what they wanted you know, for me to do. And they were like, well, you do wings every Wednesday. Can you come up with 60 recipes? So I said, yeah, definitely. I could probably do more than that. So we started off with 60. And then in the end, we did 100. I see. Wow. They they look delightful. And if uh, I lived closer, I'd be over knocking on your door (laughs) saying every Wednesday saying, what's up? What are we going to eat tonight? Um, the photography is great. How long did it take you to do the book? It took me about two and a half months to write. And then I shot all of the photos myself as well. So as I was developing and grilling, I was doing videos to go along with it. So I have videos that I can post up to certain recipes. And then I was styling and doing all the photography and editing everything. So uh, from start to finish, I started writing, I think it was about March and every, like the whole book, including photos was due in July, mid-July of last Last year. year. Yeah. Of last year. Yeah. Yeah. So it was fairly quick. Like it, I didn't stop. I 
I swear I bought out all of the wings in my, in all of my grocery stores. I think there was a shortage at one point. <laughs> so what is <laughs> a lot of wings? So what do you do with them after you cook them? Do you give them away or do you give them, you know, send them to derelicts like me or, <laughs> or uh, what do you do? I, and I'll tell you because Leanne and I both have a lot of experience in this. Um, last week I had to do two hams for mm-hmm. uh, Easter show. And all of a sudden I've got like 12 pounds of ham here. And I, you know, so I give it away mm-hmm. for the most part, but what do you do? Same thing as well. We ate some of them, but there's only so many wings you can literally eat. But um, I did give some away to family, neighbors. I would knock on their doors and say, hey, I just made these. Do you want them? (laughs) And a lot of my neighbors would just see the smoke rolling and they're like, are you making wings again? Can you drop some off? And I'm like, of course. I'm like, please take them off my hands. So definitely a lot were given away. And tell me, once you finish the book, did you still have this burning desire, no pun intended, to cook mm. wings? Or did you t- take them? I know you had to do it for your Wings Wednesday, but did you not uh, expand that into the weekends or anything anymore? Did you just like, um, we're going back to hamburgers? <laughs> I, did, I did take a little bit of a break, a little bit. I think <laughs> I think I was winged out. Um, but the, the funny thing is when I completely finished my book and everything was submitted. My husband said, well, let's go out and celebrate. Where do you want to go? So I said, let's go out for wings. And he says to me, are you serious? I said, what better way to celebrate my book than to have someone else make wings for me? Yeah. Yeah. So we ended up going out for wings, but I did take a little bit of a break after finishing the book. Yeah, we've talked about this before, Leanne, when I get done with stuff, and I know when you get done with stuff, my big thing is I like to go for Chinese food, something totally different, Mm -hmm. totally different. When you're developing your recipes, and I know the inspiration can come from various things, sometimes it's a fleeting idea, sometimes it's something you see, whatever, but tell us about your process when you get an idea for a particular recipe or or flavor and then take us through how you do that so a lot of the times i think a lot quite honestly i i don't think my brain ever shuts off especially when i'm sleeping i think i get the best ideas right before you know closing my eyes and going to sleep so i i like to think about the favorite foods i like and and flavors and kind of like take out what is my favorite Chinese dish yeah. or Italian dish. And I think of that and I'm, you know, my, my mind just goes to different places. Okay. Well, if I mix that together and maybe stuffed it with this, I think that would be great. So my brain is just developing different flavors and, and trying to put that into a recipe. So I usually have a notepad so I don't forget. So I write it down quickly or I just grab my phone and I put it into the notes on my phone. And then the next day, if I don't have wings at home, I will go out, pick them up and, and just test it out. So it's it's really random, to be honest. Sometimes I'll be out for dinner and say, wow, this is amazing. I think I can turn this into a wing flavor. Or like you said, I'll, I'll see something on social media and it inspires me. And, and I think, well, if I took those flavors, but added X, Y, and Z, I think that would be incredible. It's something different. Mm -hmm. I've never seen it. 
So I try to do, I try to do a lot of outside of the box things. Um, I do like traditional flavors as well, but I try to get people as well to get out of their comfort zone with, with the flavors I do to, for them to try. And I've seen so much of that on social media, which is amazing to see. And I'm like, I didn't think of that. That's amazing. I have to try this. And Mm -hmm. I'll always let people know this is great. You know, I'm, I'm going to do this. And obviously I give credit, but it's, the process is very random for me, to be quite honest, the way the recipes come, it, it could be random. I'll be feeding my dogs and think, you know what, that would be a great flavor. <laughs> 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 and just something comes into my mind. So it's, it's a random process, quite honestly. So 100 recipes, that's a lot of recipes. Um, How do you decide which ones make the cut that make it into the book? It was tough, to be quite honest. I think I had So basically, before I started writing the book, I just took a piece of paper and started writing different ideas of flavors and things that I wanted to create into recipes. And I think I had close to 200. Mm. So at that point, I had to look at my list and think, okay, are some of these repetitive? I didn't want them to be repetitive because certain things you think, okay, this would be great in three of these recipes, but I didn't want to do that. And I tried to keep it a little bit unique and traditional at the same time. And I didn't want to make it too complicated where someone picks up the book and says, where am I getting these ingredients from? This is, you know, I can't get this. So I tried to create recipes that you can go to your local grocery store and pick up these ingredients and these seasonings. And a lot of recipes do have where use your favorite seasoning, but here is the sauce. So I, I tried to keep it easy because at the end of the day, who wants to spend half of their day, day looking for ingredients to make a recipe? I don't. Yeah. So I try to put myself in other people's shoes and think, okay, well, if I picked up a book, would I create these recipes? Is this easy enough to do? Because your everyday cook doesn't want things to be so complicated, right? Do you think it's important, the quality of the wing, or do you have a preference on a brand or where you shop for wings? Because wings come in all different sizes and that's going to mean a different cook time. And, you know, that affects your recipe. And um, but do you favor like a certain size wing and where you purchase it? So I've tested. That's actually a great, great question. Um, I've tested different wings from different grocery stores. So I have a local grocery store, which isn't too far from me, which is Sobeys. Um, I'm in Canada, so in the, I don't think the U.S. has those grocery stores. So their wing is their wings are actually one of the best ones because I find they don't shrink as much as other brands do after cooking. Because I've tested somewhere. I, I look at the wing and wow, it's huge, amazing. It looks like it is so much meat. And then you cook it and it shrinks to half of its size. Mm. So definitely I've tested different ones. And one of my local grocery stores has the best ones. That's the one that I always get them from. Um, and I always buy a bunch at a time, especially when they're on sale. I'm like, yes, I'm taking all of these. <laughs> Are they um, injected in it with a salt solution of any sort that prevents it from shrinking or it's just straight up all natural? All natural. These ones are, yes. Yeah. 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 That's um, for people who don't know. And if you've listened to this show, you've heard us talk about it before. Uh, Little, little chickens are the ones that get filled up with stuff before they go to market for the most part. And I've noticed that too. When I, when I do some wings, if I buy one of the quote unquote national brands, not naming any names here, they do shrink up a lot more. If I, it, unless I just buy like the all natural kind of products, mm-hmm. they will um, usually suffice. 
and and not shrinking and holding the flavor so it's not like you're nibbling on a bone that's got some you know reebok taped on it or something like that it, it works out better yep we're going to take a break here on barbecue nation we're going to be back with paula stashira did i say it right perfect there you, there go. you go perfect queen of the grill her new book uh, wing crush there it is again if you see it it doesn't get blotted out by the green screen and the podcast all up in my grills we'll be back with paul in just a minute don't go away Hey everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT, along with Leanne Whippen, and today we're talking with Paula Stashira, Queen of the Grill. How'd you come up with that now, Queen of the Grill? <laughs> Funny story. It goes back to when we get together with our family for holidays, and when I really started getting into the grilling and stuff, uh, one of my cousins came up to me and said, wow, this is amazing. The grill was loaded, just, just skewers and potatoes and wings and sausages and and he was just kind of watching me from from afar and he comes up to me and he's like you're like the queen of the grill look at all this so (laughs) that kind of stuck in the back of my mind I said you know what let me see if anyone's taken this name and no one did and I said all right I'm taking it it's mine that's it (laughs) there you go um I wanted to tell you folks out there listening uh, also if you want to reach out to us you can just go to barbecuenationjt.com there's an icon down there where you can send us a message and either Leanne or myself will respond to you we were also on Facebook Twitter and we have our private accounts on there too they're not really private private but they're individual accounts instead of just the shows anyway we are out there paula was talking about instagram we've got one of those too um i think anyway (laughs) so one of my okay it's pet peeve time paula yes and nothing with you one thing that really i don't care for i'll put it very nicely is that some restaurants you go into and you're just really hungry for wings. I'm a golfer. And when you get done, I think wings are some of the greatest things. You can get a couple of orders of them and share them with people around the table or at home, whatever you're doing. But some of the places just like dip them, bathe them in sauces. And that's, they're counting on that. Cause once you, if you get the sauce off there, they're all the same. They're not really cooked with any seasonings or anything. They're just dipped in these these monster sauces and they, they were cooked properly, but there was whatever their sauce, I know what the profile was, but whoever made it, it was so thick that I only ate two of them and took the rest home and then I threw them away actually because it, it was just too saucy. And you find that too if you go to some of the wing chain stores, you know, uh, they're just too heavy in the sauce for me. I want to get your take on that. And Leanne. I agree. I typically, when I do go out for wings, I normally get dry rubs just because like you said, I've had some experiences with the sauces that it's just, it's too much. You're you, all you're tasting is the sauce and there's no real flavor behind the wings. Um, so for me, 
I always get dry rubbed and I get a sauce on the side. So that way I can kind of control how much sauce I put on the wing and it comes seasoned to begin with. So definitely I've had that experience as well. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I eat wings like I eat my barbecue sauce on the side. (laughs) You know, I I love the taste of smoke and meat, so I don't want it to be destroyed or taken away by a heavy sauce. Um, I did notice in your book, however, that uh, you do focus on um, really like the seasoning and the cooking process. And then the sauce is an additional flavor, which I really love about it. One question I have is, um, chicken, you know, as you barbecue chicken, it's, it's hard to get a crispy skin and I love crispy skin on wings. Um, I feel like your methods lends itself to crispy skin. Do you think that cooking at, you know, the higher temperature is the way to go? Personally for myself? Yes. Especially on a pellet grill. I find that when I take them up to 190, they do get more of a crispier skin. Um, a lot of times I will add cornstarch if I do want it to be a little bit more crispier, but I find that the temp, the higher the temperature definitely brings it up um, to that crispiness that I like. Mm-hmm. Personally, I feel like 165, they're still a little bit softer. On a charcoal grill, that's different. You can take them to 165 and they'll be crispy because it's charcoal. But I find for me, 190 on a pellet grill definitely works out better. Did you use the same grill for all the recipes in the book or did you use different grills? I use the same grill. So I I use the pellet grill throughout the whole cooking process. Uh, And I did a bunch of them all at the same time. Like I could just fit them all in. Um, So, yeah, but I do cook on a charcoal grill as well outside of my book. So Mm -hmm. that's one of my favorite ways to cook wings is on a charcoal grill as well. I just love the taste and the flavor from the charcoal. But yes, I did use the pellet grill throughout the whole book. Do you have, tell us about your grills. We've got a couple of minutes left in this segment. What, what do you use uh, specifically um, when you're using your pellet grill? Is there any, I, I, I will tell you that research has shown, but most people don't adhere to it, that the flavored pellets make a very, very, very minute difference in the flavor profile. Some people swear by them. Like, oh man, I got to cook with hickory or whatever. And other people are a bit like me, I think, and say it doesn't make that much difference. I want to get your thoughts on that and talk about your grills here. And if we don't finish in this segment, we'll pick it up on the next end. Okay. I agree. I feel like the different flavors of pellets do not change the taste in the food. I do not find a difference. So I just grab whatever I open, whatever's piled whichever flavors there. And I just use it. I've tested it myself where I tried, okay, let me use apple. Then I'll use cherry. Then I'll use hickory. Let me see if it tastes different. And it, to me, it doesn't, I'm not sure. Maybe to some people it does, but I don't find the difference. And as far as the grills, um, I have, um, a pit boss navigator 1600. Yay. Yes. <laughs> I'm even wearing my pit boss, my pit you boss. You go hoodie. girl, you go girl. So, <laughs> I, I love that grill. That's actually my favorite pellet smoker at this point. So mm-hmm. I've got one of those. I've got a Louisiana grills Kamado style. I love that one. It's, it's incredible. The, the, it just holds the heat so well and you barely have to use any charcoal. That's, that's my favorite, um, charcoal grill. I do have a Weber kettle as well, which I started when I started my account, that's the first grill that I had on there. So I've got that still, I have a Louisiana grills, um, smoker as well. 
what else do I have? I have so many grills. I've, yeah, I have griddles, pit boss griddles, two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Leanne, have- look at Leanne <laughs> just smiling. There. I have, and I do have a Louisiana grills vertical smoker. Uh, mm-hmm. My husband, my husband built me a grill garage where all of my grills are stored in this grill garage. So well, I hope so you for, so for those who, who are unaware, uh, Louisiana Grills is another division. Um, so it's like a sister brand uh, to Pit Boss Grills. So yes. it's manufactured by the same company, but it is a uh, they're still different, you know, mm-hmm. as far as their construction and what have you. So that's awesome. My yeah. God, there'll be no living with the both of you. We're, <laughs> we're going to take another break here on Barbecue Nation and come back with Leanne and Paula right after this. Stay with us. If you're enjoying GT and his show, come check out my podcast, Around the House with Eric G, where we talk home improvement and design right here where you catch this podcast. Head to AroundTheHouseOnline.com. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation here on USA Radio Networks. And of course, you can find our podcast where any of your local podcasts are sold. Um, Last I checked, we were on 30-odd platforms of social media out there, uh, and it's very easy to find us. And again, if you're having trouble with that, just go to the Barbecue Nation JT website. We're talking with uh, Paula Stashira here, uh, new book, Wing Crush. You've got some pretty good endorsements on the back there with with Chris Sussman um, and, of course, Adam Clark from, from Pit Boss, like that, and uh, Tara Cox. That gives you a little... Um, shoot spa there, as they would say. I think that's the way they say it. Isn't mm-hmm. it? I like think that? it's hookspah, isn't it? Hookspah. I chutzpah? don't know. <laughs> okay. So, out of all your recipes here, I, I got to tell you, I would, I just flipped by it again. So let me find it again here. One of the recipes I really looked at was your spicy chili garlic because I get to sit in this chair. I get to say things that some people maybe can't say in their shows. Um. I think people that get overzealous with either the sauce or the rubs to make the wings too hot, I don't think they do all the effort to prepare the wings and serve them. I don't think they're doing them any flavors, favors or flavors, because mm-hmm. it's just it's just hot. You know, you're not tasting the meat of the wing. And that's why you go through all the work is to taste that. I want to get your thoughts on on seasonings and how you determine how much heat is enough and how you determine like i call them for lily lips around here because my wife won't eat anything that's over like a point zero one on the scoville (laughs) scale so uh anyway give me your thoughts on that personally i i like spicy foods but uh when i was doing these recipes i tried to tone them down a little bit just because I know a lot of people don't have tolerance to heat, but some people do. So some recipes are very hot for those people that truly, truly love hot wings. And when I do any recipes that have cayenne pepper or red pepper flakes, I always start with a little bit at a time and then I mix it and I taste it before I even put it onto the wings. So if it's too spicy for me before I even put it on the wings, I won't put any more because once you put it on the wings, the heat level comes up even higher once you right. cook the wings. Right. So I, I always try to start with a little bit and then 
pick it up if I need to. But I mean, I don't like anything crazy as far as he goes. Like I won't eat a scotch bonnet. Like, like it's a, like it's a pickle or something. Like I would never do that. (laughs) You know, some people can handle that kind of heat. So I, I was thinking of the general public. So, you know, if this is too spicy for me, it's going to be way, way too spicy for anybody else. So I would knock the heat down that way. How do you prepare? I mean, some people that are gospel of the wings people, you know, they're like, okay, I clip the end off the the actual tip of the wing. I do this, I trim it, or I, I pull the skin up and I, and I understand when you're trying to stuff something in there, Mm -hmm. but how are you actually kind of, if you will, dissecting your wings and, and prepping them for cook? So it depends. Sometimes I already buy them split when they're split. I just, I pat them dry. I try to take all any excess liquids from, from the packaging. So I, I get like a wire rack. I pat them down. Like I let them sit a little bit. So they dry off. Then I season them. If I do get them like whole wing, I don't typically cut them. I'll Uh actually grill the whole wing and just leave it that way. And just, just eat it, just eat it like that and just Mm -hmm. nibble on every little piece that's on there. Sure. (laughs) And I like the tips because they get really crispy. They so like I, them too. I, I like chewing on the crispy tips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had some that got really, really crispy. My mm-hmm. um, future son-in-law, watch, I'll say that and screw the whole thing up. But uh, <laughs> he came in one day and he said, is, is your smoker supposed to be putting out that much smoke? No, when I went out and looked at it, because it was way too much and the wrong color. So we ended up, we ended up going and buying wings that day, uh, pre-mades, but yeah, you got to be careful of that. I find it interesting that a lot of people, when they're, when they're trying to do wings at home and stuff, Paula, they actually do, uh, back to the sauces, they'll actually put a little salt and pepper on them, which is fine. And then, you know, 10, 15 minutes into the cook, they're starting to baste. Uh, and Leanne and I are both kind of glazers if we use it at all, mm-hmm. but they'll do that. And then you come out with this really kind of, it's crispy, but it's more charred than anything. Mm-hmm. So you, that's not good for you. Not for me. If I do put sauce on, I'm either basting the last five minutes of the mm-hmm. cook just so it gets it on there and I keep it on and, and the glaze comes out. Or I'll literally just toss them as uh, after they're done, I'll put them in a bowl and toss them, but I will never do it within like 10 minutes or 15 minutes of cooking because you're, you're burning it. You're, you're not glazing it, you're burning it. So typically the last five to 10 minutes, or I'm just tossing them in the end. Do you you feel like, um, brining is something that's necessary for wings or not really, since it's really not a lot of meat on the bone to tenderize, or are they pretty much flavorful and tender just as is, or is brining a good option? I think it's a good option depending on the flavor profile you want. Um, I typically don't brine my wings, but if I'm doing like, for example, dill pickle wings, pickle wings, I love brining them in pickle juice because you get that extra flavor of that pickle brine. So I like doing that. Um, I also use, I did a recipe not too long ago where I made a spicy recipe, like spicy wings. So I use the brine from hot pepper rings. 
Mm. So I use that brine. So it absorbed, I think I did it only about two hours. I, you don't really need much more than that. Mm-hmm. Two to four hours, I would say maximum. Um, but I really wanted the spice to absorb into the meat, into the skin. And then I put less cayenne pepper into the actual seasoning because I knew that wing was going to be spicy. I, I think it just depends really on the flavor profile you're working on as far as the wing, but I don't think it's really necessary to do it every time. I feel like a lot of these recipes can be used or adapted to even skin on chicken thighs. Um, it's it, They're very versatile, the recipes. They aren't like just for wings. Like you can use them in other poultry type recipes or even turkey wings for that matter, which yeah. I really like. So I don't know if you've actually tried to do that before. Yeah, I have actually. So when I was writing the book, I was also thinking about can these recipes be adapted to other chicken recipes? So chicken breasts, chicken thighs, um, you know, like even turkey wings. That's Mm -hmm. actually something I really want to do. And I have an idea for that. They'll be stuffed. So I already have this in my mind. Mm -hmm. I'm already working on another recipe in my mind, but definitely um, that was kind of my process as well, writing the book, thinking that people can take this and adapt it to other chicken recipes. So, yeah, a lot of people are actually frying after they smoke wings. Uh, What's your opinion of that? I've done it once. Um, They come out crispy. So you definitely like if you want crispy wings, that's a Mm -hmm. good way to go. You you do taste the smoke after you fry them because you're only frying them for two to three minutes because you're 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 finishing them at about 145 and then to get to 165 at 350 375 in the fryer it's two to three minutes i've done it once um i mean i like them Mm -hmm. yeah i i haven't done it more than once but um personally i like smoking my wings that's just my personal preference Mm -hmm. um yeah have you had any problems uh in canada since all the COVID stuff and everything like that with uh, having an ample continual supply of wings? Yes. And this was during my writing process and trying to shoot my book with enough wings. So definitely there was a shortage and I went to the grocery store and they only had two packages of chicken wings Mm -hmm. and I was blown away. And so I took, I took one because I said, you know what, I'm just going to leave this one for someone else. I don't want to be greedy. So I just took the one package and thought maybe tomorrow or the next day they'll they'll get their delivery. But I couldn't find any. So I had to go to a different store and the wings I bought weren't my preference. Um, But I did struggle for a little bit writing the book because I I needed so many to do yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was tough during that time. Definitely. Last year was a little bit tough to get so wings. You're part of our problem and our reason why we can't find wings. Because <laughs> <of> you. <laughs> I, I, I think I put that in my book somewhere. When, when you when you read the introduction, I think I put in there that there was a shortage because of me. Yeah. Well, and, and if you don't know who we're uh, talking to, we're talking to Paula Stashira uh, and she's the cause of your wing problems. Out there. Yes. So, our shortage. Uh, yep. I take I take full responsibility and I'm surprised my neighbors weren't knocking at my door going, did you really buy the last package? I probably wouldn't have been so nice. In I agree. You I know. agree. I'd been like, you know, you snooze, you lose out there, folks. So it, it's doing that. How many pounds, if you will, of wings did you go through making this book? I mean, a lot of chickens gave up their flying capacity for you, you know, so 
<laughs> What's your estimate on that? I mean, 200 pounds. I don't know. Yeah, was, you would have was, to because yeah. if you do a pound for each recipe, yeah, it's probably right about. It's about Correct. that. Let's just yeah. say two to four with some waste and getting hungry. And I'm not shooting this because I'm hungry and I'm going to eat this. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I can see that because that's, as Leanne knows, that's why on TV we do the the before, the after, and the middle because there's always something to eat, yeah. you know, when, when you go on there. So are you going to be doing a book tour? Um, yes, I'm, I'm sort of starting right now. So I have a TV appearance on the 27th, which is the day after my book launches. So my book is releasing on April 26th. And on the 27th, I have a TV appearance uh, for a news channel in Portland. Awesome. If you're listening, Rach, better listen to Paula. Uh, we're going to take another break here on Barbecue Nation. We'll be back uh, with Paula Stashira and Queen of the Grill, mind you, and her new book, mm -hmm. Wing Crush. A hundred epic recipes, and they are. Um, so don't go away. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Barbecue Nation. It is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef, beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Welcome back to Barbecue Nation. I'm JT along with Ms. Leanne Whippen. Um, you got to get a handle like that, Leanne. What? Queen of the Grill? Um, something? I don't know. Blonde Bomber? No. I don't know. No. I, I, it's it's no. all good. But anyway, we're talking. I don't mind if it's associated with wings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're talking with Paula uh, Sashira here, Queen of the Grill. Um, Oh, there went my water. Uh, she's got a new book out, Wing Crush. Try to do that. We'll obviously post an image of the book uh, on the, the different Is it going to be on Amazon? Like, where can we buy it? So it's available worldwide. So anyone that has access to Amazon can order the book. Uh, Barnes & Noble, Chapters Indigo. You can download it on Apple Books, Google Books. So literally everywhere. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um for people that are just starting to cook outside and because the the theme and the industry if you will of grilling and barbecuing especially since covid is just kind of shot through the roof and you know it, it it doesn't sound like a big deal to the three of us but if they've never cooked wings before outside and maybe they've got, maybe they got a new pellet grill. Maybe they got a new charcoal grill. Maybe they've got their old Weber gas grill. Kind of walk them through that process real quick because, you know, they may be used to burning a steak or flipping a burger or, um, you know, a pork chop or something, but maybe they've never attacked uh, doing wings. Mm -hmm. How can you help them? I think the most important thing is to know your grill for the first thing. They, every grill is different. Every grill has heat spots, hot spots. So you need to figure out which side is hotter. So you don't want to put your flats. You don't want to start your flats on the hotter side. You want to put your drums on that side. Um, so I think that's very important. Test your grill, know your grill. Season to your liking. I mean, 
there's recipes you can follow, but a lot of times you have to do it to preference. Some people don't like too much salt. Some people don't like pepper at all. So you have to kind of figure out what you like. But as far as putting wings on a smoker, I, I wouldn't flip them too much, flip them halfway through or don't. Sometimes I don't even flip my wings on the smoker. I just, I just let them stay on there. I might rotate them if I see that, you know, this drum is cooking faster because this spot is hotter. So I rotate those around, but you, you definitely have to keep an eye on them, have a thermometer, take the temperature and cook it to your liking, whether it's 165, 190, however you like it, but just make sure it's 165 minimum. Like you don't want to go under that. Um, yeah. So well, you know, I think, uh, you know, as we were talking about the pit boss smoker is that it has that slide out so you can get direct heat. So if you want to add a little char at the end, you can move them over the direct heat. <clears throat> Do you find that um, using rubs with sugar content uh, tends to burn the skin versus just, you know, spices that are without sugar? Like, I think, do you have to be more careful when there's sugar involved? Yeah, definitely. It caramelizes quicker. It, it burns a little quicker. So you definitely have to keep an eye on it and move them around a little more frequently, just rotating them. You don't, if you flip, you can flip them, but rotating them, you know, I, I typically just turn them on, like I'll turn them all over and see, okay, well, this one's getting a little darker and this one isn't. So I'll move them from one spot to, to the other, but definitely if you are using any rubs that have sugar, you have to be careful because they will, they'll tend to burn a little bit quicker. Does especially oh, sorry, sorry go ahead go ahead go ahead, go ahead i was just gonna say when you start like with a flap there's obviously more skin on the one side than the other side do you think it's better to start them skin side down versus the other way or it doesn't really matter to be honest for me it doesn't matter i always just do them skin side up mm -hmm. i haven't found a difference for myself um does it bother you paula if there is like on the tip of the wing or if there's an exposed bone on the flat, does it bother you if that gets really dark? I mean, it's not good imaging for pictures. I understand that. But if you're just having a, you know, knocking back a couple of Labots and, and, you know, watching some sports game or something, does that, does that bother you? No, it doesn't bother me. But as far as photos go, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I would try to hide that, but personally doesn't bother me either way do you think that uh bone in wings have more flavor than boneless because the bones involved i think so i, I there is too. a difference <laughs> there there is a difference i find there is a difference in taste i'm not a fan of boneless wings um me neither. <laughs> yeah, no. i mean they're chicken nuggets that, that's not boneless wings that's chicken nuggets <laughs> i don't know i don't know if you ever saw this commercial in canada but we had a uh, commercial here years ago and they were talking about boneless nuggets boneless wings like that and the one guy <laughs> goes well it's chicken parts is parts and that's all he could say about it and that's always stuck in my head of course i've got a lot of useless information <laughs> up there but i've always kind of taken that to heart that it, you know if you're gonna do wings like that i mean you gotta have the bone in it what are you gonna hold on to you know, mm -hmm. what are you going to like put it in your mouth and draw out all the meat off of it and fun mm -hmm. stuff like that? You know, mm -hmm. what are you going to throw at the cat? I don't know, but it's not yeah. going to be a boneless, boneless anything. Uh, is there anything on their agenda? I know this is not even out to the public yet, or are you considering doing another book? I would love to. Absolutely. Uh, this experience was incredible. Page Street 
amazing, amazing people behind, um, you know, this company and they were just so helpful. And, you know, anytime I needed anything, they were there and suggestions. And just even now after, you know, completing the book, they're all working so hard to try to get me to do a tour and get on shows and stuff like that. So they're constantly updating me about things. So absolutely. I would love to do another one. Um, nothing in the works at this point, but we'll see. It'll get, we'll there. see how this, we'll see how this one goes. <laughs> <laughs> so are they going to pay you an American money or are they or Canadian money? American. <laughs> okay. I had to ask. I had to ask. Sorry about that. Um, Paula's going to stick around for after hours, which she may never speak to us again after Leanne gets done with her there. On oh, after. it's more like you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but we have been talking with Paula uh, Stashira, and I got the name right three times. That's mm -hmm. that's a first, commendable first for me. Um, her new book is Wing Crush 100 Epic Recipes. Tell us about your Instagram and your other social media pages, how people can find you. So Instagram, my handle is Queen of the Grill, and I'm also on TikTok, same user handle, Queen of the Grill. Very good. That's it. And you don't have 344 platforms like we do. You're a smart, <laughs> smart girl if, if you do that. Uh, Paula Stachira, um, new book. Of Wing Crush, 100 Epic Recipes. That'll be out when? The 26th? Yes, April 26th. April 26th. You can also follow follow Paula on um, Instagram and TikTok as Queen of the Grill. She's got a podcast all up in my grills. And uh, it's been a pleasure. But you are going to stick around for the Inquisition part. So yes. uh, we'll do that. We'll be back uh, next week. That'll be Leanne and I with another guest here on Barbecue Nation. We hope you all have a good week. And uh, be kind to somebody out there, would you? Take care. Barbecue Nation is produced by JTSD LLC Productions in association with Envision Networks and Salem Media Group. All rights reserved.